0: Hey, hey, Corey Murray! Happy Valentine's Day, Charlie! Thank you, sister. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. Thank you. You know we celebrate the love of everyone yes, for Valentine's Day—sisters, yes. friends, family. It ain't just for couples, y'all. It's. And y'all know I love love. <laughs> I am Charlie Ben. I'm Corey Murray, and this is yes, yes girl! girl. Y'all, Corey's um glowing because Corey got some rest. Oh. <laughs> I was say, I ain't glowing
1: because of the nose. But uh, <laughs> you were glowing because you got some rest. I did. I sus. did. Got a little sleep after um, award season because now it's officially over. And
0: you did a, a little thing last week that you put together. Uh, little Black Women's Oscars put together.
1: What? <laughs> it's a team. Yes, Black Women in Hollywood is our thirteenth annual. It was fantastic. Tears, Rochelle, you were right there with me. I was, it was beautiful. But (laughs) y'all, Corey ain't saying it with her chest. Let me say,
0: I'm so (laughs) proud of you, Corey Murray. Y'all, to be in this room, Corey's talking about the Essence Black Women in Hollywood luncheon. I have been now to, I believe, three of them. Corey and the team put together what I like to tell people outside of Essence is the Black Women's Oscars. Because that's what it feels like. Yeah, every black woman who's anyone in Hollywood is in the room, Mm -hmm. the A list of the A list. Okay, it's a beautiful space. It looks like a fabulous platinum wedding reception with the tablescapes and the carpets. Okay, the activations, and then these women get up on stage. There's presenters, Ava DuVernay's presenting, Oprah people. You know, it's amazing. And Corey, y'all, along with. Our team here, but Corey is essential to making sure that we decide to honor the right people at the right moment. Everybody's there. Who presents to who? Corey, just, yo, where are your roses. I should have brought you roses. Um, thank you.
1: I appreciate it. I mean, it's
0: amazing, Corey.
1: It is amazing. And clearly, I don't take um, accolades well because I'm over here cowering in a corner being like, Where's your-, your cape? Is it at the dry cleaner? <sighs> it is at the dry cleaner. <laughs> Along with my dirty coat. Because I was like, like, my coat is, is your dirty. Because right now, I don't see the well, that on chest, but admit, I know it's there. I will say this soft plug. My cape is actually in a video series that's currently on Essence.com called Inside Essence. Last Wednesday was our first episode. All right. When I say episode, there's only going to be two. It's so, so good, though. But it's a two part episode, a two part series. And this past Wednesday, we put out the. The finale, if you will. And it really does give a behind the scenes of what... Um, the making. The making of our program. It's one of our stellar programs outside of Essence Fest. Yeah, it's like my second favorite Essence event. Yes. It's Essence Fest, Black Women in Hollywood. Yep, so check it out either on my IG... Or you can go to our producer, Javanka Maitlands. Her IG is oh, at, yeah. at @j_lady_girl. Yes. Um and watch it. Or just watch it on essence.com or on socials. So. And you get to see you all, you get to see Corey focus
0: <laughs> and Javanka Focus, but just seeing it all come together. I love the behind the scenes. That was cute.
1: No, it was cute. It was funny. They wanted us to do it um the morning of. They wanted us to do like tape ourselves like a confessional. Uh-huh. And I'll be honest with you, my um, I'm laughing right now. So I was doing it, but my makeup artist, I I, I love her, but I did not – I didn't particularly like the eyelash I chose, the fake oh, eyelash. It much. was wrong. It was too much. So I'm recording myself. When I looked at myself, I looked crazy. I mean, I look. And God rest her soul, because I think she died. But Tammy Faye Baker. Yep, mm-hmm. that's what I look like. And I was just like, okay, I've got to delete ah. this. So you're not getting that confession. So, so there's no morning of confession. No morning of because of the lashes. Because of the lashes. Because it just didn't.
0: It looked crazy. Wait, have you seen the meme going around? That shows it's like I don't even know what's on it, but it's basically like a PSA for people with those over, over, oversized lashes. No, I haven't. And seen it's it. like sisters, we have to stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
1: well, yeah, because I had, I remember seeing this woman. I was standing so close to her, and I could tell. And I know people; some people do it. I'm guilty of doing it too. Where if I've had lashes, I try to keep them on for like maybe a day or two. Same. Or, I mean, or, same, same. Okay, same. But this woman clearly has kept tones on for like months. And it looked so bad. And it was so, it kind of freaked me out Ooh. to the point that I'm like, I never want to look that way with my lashes. So, well, can anyway. we talk
0: about Corey? Because I'm looking at you and I'm looking at me. <laughs> and I feel like we're one of the few women left in the world that don't get um, lashes, put, um, permanent lashes put on. No, and, I don't. Like regularly. No. Some women do strips every day. Yeah. Some go to the lash bars. Mm-hmm. I only do it for special occasions.
1: I just do it for same especially you know, like TV and if it's um and if the makeup artist suggests it then I may do it but usually I don't because I don't i, I honestly I, if I'm honest I kind of yeah. feel their ways sometimes because I mean you put them on and then like I literally go home and take them off well my my skin's I guess
0: oily because mm-hmm. I always end up like one starts hanging on my on my yeah. real lashes by the end of the day I wish I could do them all the time because I do feel real pretty with lashes like if no, I don't
1: have any makeup on yes. Right? Yes, no, I do. I see them, and sometimes I, I get it, especially I've had the individuals before. Oh, yeah, I love that. And those are really, looked really natural. But but um, mm, the way my bank
0: account is set up, shout out to all y'all who get the individuals every two weeks. Because <laughs> I see the price lists. Yes. I'm proud of you.
1: I heard you a woman in uh, at the threading bar. She was trying to negotiate the prices, and the girl was like, "These are not negotiable." When I every time I go get them, and they're like, "Okay,
0: would you like to set up your um your refill appointment?" And I'm like, "How much?" And I'm like, "No, sis, I'm great. Oh, I'm gonna let I'm them, you know, go by the Lord." I'm kind of cheap. I just like my
1: seven dollar threading. My lip wax. I'm right, good. You
0: know, I, right. I just keep it basic. <laughs> but shout out to all of y'all who have the time and the budget yes. to get those individual lashes because yeah. y'all look cute. Yes. Okay. So, Corey, we talked about V Day. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. No, I we didn't tell you what I'm doing for V Day. So,
1: you observe it because you're, you're whole married. Yes.
0: So, what is it like for you? Um, well, I don't always observe it. Mm. So, marriage and real life story. I mean, sometimes we do, but we've been together for a minute and we believe in celebrating love all the time. Not com- necessarily in a commercial way. So we don't always make it a big thing, but this year we are taking a little romantic winter wonderland getaway Ooh. weekend. Yes, uh, a staycation with Bay, I'm calling it. Okay. You know, we're gonna unplug a little bit. I told G, there's no TV in the room. He's not pleased. But we're going to see what happens. We're going to have some togetherness, you
1: know. Uh, And I'm sitting here thinking, like, well, he can always watch it on his phone. But That's
0: what I told (laughs) – thank you, Corey. Cabron, you heard Corey? That's what I said. I'm like, there's Wi-Fi, babe. But he's like, no TV. It's amazing what people get stuck on in a room. You know how people have, like, their hotel demands? Yes, yes. He's like, wait, no TV? He was like, did you call them back and ask? What am I asking for? Can you bring extra towels and a flat screen?
1: And I know this place (laughs) you're going to. It is super cute. But I do wonder, as a dude – I don't know.
0: Uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I know you're I gonna. Know. You're gonna love I'm it. I'm gonna love it. I <laughs> did book him a massage. Okay. He said he has a surprise for me. My surprise for him is a massage, which I just realized I blew. But that's. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! But check out my Instagram. I'm gonna share. You know, kind of keep it cute. I can't wait to see what you guys do for Valentine's Day. Let me know. Hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. But Corey, we forgot to have the moves on the show this week because we were really excited about this. <laughs> we were, but we got a little distracted with catching up. We did because we have. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. Although have, I just saw you. Well, we've just been doing like special episodes. It's been a little busy. Yes, yeah, so
1: now we're getting to the swing of things. But this week we have Kay Michelle. We do our boo. So I didn't get to share this story with Kay Michelle when we were on the couch with her. But I remember seeing Kay Michelle perform for the first time. Well, I performed at a Atlantic Records showcase. The girl can sing. The girl can sing, and it was, I uh, you know some open space that they turned into like a little nightclub, super cute. It was one of these, it was kind of treated like an open mic, but they were all Atlantic records, all, all Atlantic artists. Shout out to Sydney Marguston who uh, invited me. And Kay Michelle took that stage and I've been a fan ever since. I remember coming back into the office. You know, we we have events. I would always suggest that she could be our performer. We actually did a story with her, uh, photographed her, She was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta Uh because you remember um, she was one of those first wave of celebrities really getting beat up in social media. Like They were bullying her a lot um, and she never got a real chance to tell her story, but we told her story in the pages of Essence. So we've been a big supporter of K. Michelle since day one.
0: We absolutely have. And I love that she came by, friend to the brand. And I love what K. Michelle is doing right now with being so open and vulnerable about, you know, having um, her plastic surgery, original plastic surgery removed mm-hmm. from her butt and just helping other women who've had to get rid of their injections as well. And she's also opened up about the health struggles that when she, she was signed
1: through it. When she was, I guess it was something that he, you know, it's one thing to see her talk about on social media, but sitting next to her and kind of I mean, she looks fabulous. She looks amazing. But you do see a little bit of a difference mm-hmm. in her. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know, it was really humbling to see, you know, to see her up close yeah. and knowing that and knowing what she's going and through. And
0: she's grown even more as a woman from this experience. You can tell she's got a brand new album out, All Monsters Are Human.
1: Great title. I love the meaning behind All Monsters Are Human. And K. Michelle it does a beautiful job explaining that.
0: She really does. Everybody ain't for everyone, but we got to find the humanity in each other. And we had a great Kiki with her. We did. Like, yeah. we really went in. We talked about
1: everything. Everything. When she mentioned, well, I don't want to talk about that.
0: Let's just get into get it. Get into the interview, y'all. Get into it. We missed y'all, and you're going to love it.
1: So this is special because, Kay Michelle, you have been a friend to Essence. You've been here several times. We've been on your journey since your debut. Um, and now we're talking to you for the first time for the podcast. I know. Which well, I is trying. really beautiful. Yeah. You look amazing as usual. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I want to run through your receipts. Okay. For those who don't know. Okay. Okay. You have a, you earned a music scholarship to FAMU by yodeling mm-hmm. at your audition. Mm-hmm. You are a proud Delta Sigma Theta. Yes. DST. Shout out. You graduated from FAMU HBCU with honors and were accepted to several law schools. Yes. But you pursued a music. But you decided to pr- pursue music full time. Yes, um, you were signed as a rapper. Now that to I didn't Jive. know. <laughs> well, no. Yes, I was. <laughs> but as you know, singing is your passion. Uh huh. Um, unfortunately, you were signed to Jive Records, but your debut was uh, shelved because uh-huh. they went under. Yes. They closed. So you became a cast well not because but then you went on to become a cast member of Love and Hip Hop. Our favorite. Can I say <laughs> that? Let's be real. Um, thank That's you. Been, I think I don't you know, watch like, it anymore. We all agree. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Um, you had your own spinoff show, K. Okay, Michelle, My Life. Uh-huh. You own a restaurant, so yes. entrepreneur, Puff and Petals Lounge. Mm-hmm. You have acted. You played Martha Reeves on American Soul. Mm-hmm. You're about to do a new show. Yes. We're going to talk okay. about it a little bit later, and okay. then. Your music, which you. is the soundtrack to everything.
0: Thank you. Is this the fifth? Oh, this my fifth album.
1: Congratulations. Thank and you. this title Thank you. All Humans, no, All Monsters Are, are Human. human. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that, because that is That's a read. brilliant. Um, I feel like,
2: you know, we play different roles in different people's lives, we carry on different faces. You know, to some person, you might be an angel, to some person, you might be a bit much. Um, there's the good and bad to everyone and it's just the the side that you get or the side that you bring out so the title just kind of just sits in that where we've all done some things we don't we wish we hadn't have done or we've all done some things that you know might not be something that you would do you know but that doesn't mean that that person is a bad person or that person doesn't deserve you know a chance for redemption.
0: I don't know when we all decided we had the right to judge any I don't need to you shared a picture with us. Yeah. I y'all didn't ask for that. But when you think, when you say that. But one of the things, Kate, I've always that admired would be about me. you.
1: Well, that's all right. You, you you that pass. would be me. You? And it's no one important.
0: It's
1: definitely call.
2: no one important.
0: Oh. One of the things I've always admired about you, and I said this the last time we met, is that. Even though I know you've been open about your own journey, mm. you've always given this confidence and this I know who I am and I'm yeah. giving you the best of me, whether you like it or not, I don't care. And I love that because a lot of women struggle with that. And I think Thank especially you. with giving their art to the world mm. and then their personal story, Thanks. and you have been able to do that.
1: Thank you so much. And it's brave Thank you. and amazing. Thank you. We're really curious about your process because you're such a beautiful and authentic storyteller.
0: Thank you. So what
1: is like, well, two questions. One, I'm curious how you hear music. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then what is your process for creating a song?
2: Um, I think it's just like the vibe for me. Um, It's what I'm going through in that moment in that day. Um, I just kind of vibe out when it Mm -hmm. comes to writing and then I just try to paint the picture and properly tell the story like each word is important um Mm -hmm. even the connecting words are important because you don't get but a certain amount of time to really explain what you're talking about you know it's not a three hour movie it's a three minute movie Mm -hmm. so when you're writing it needs to be very detailed and you should almost be able to see it as you're writing it you should be able to they should be able to see it while you're singing and say oh I get what she went through so that's how I take
1: writing on okay and how do you hear music um I'm a lyric
2: person um I just hear it I like warm chords they say I like church chords actually
0: you feel like amen
2: yeah like (laughs) I like 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 when making we always start off with a piano I really don't take tracks um so we always like yeah, there's never a session when we don't start off with piano. People try to send me in tracks.
0: I don't listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I really
0: take them. I like to create. You like live music. Do your fans mm-hmm. have a, a? They, I know they come up to you all the time. They show you love. Uh-huh. Is there a specific album they feel the most connected to? I know for me, yeah. it's "Rebellious Soul." That's yours. I, I just, it's my favorite. Um, we were playing, so, oh, hey, what was the pay song? Bills. Every pay. time you say Georgia. Oh, you say, oh. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah. I was talking, to mean, like, in the right way. I was spelling. Yeah. I feel So bad. you knew what I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was, it was funny. and It made me feel good. And it just spoke to my heart at that time. And I know that's how people connect to R&B, especially real R&B. Yeah. So I'm just curious with the fans, which album. You've had so many. They feel connected to the most.
2: You know what? People really do like Rebellious Soul, because that was my first. Mm-hmm. But, you know, normally your first album is, like, your best album. And then you have to deal with like the freshman jinx of albums. Mm-hmm. But my best selling album was my number, my second album. And people connect to anybody want to buy a heart a lot. Like I hear that all the time. Like, is it going to be some songs like anybody want to buy a heart? You know, that type of thing. So, titles? Says- Thank well, you. The
1: albums, the songs. Can we? I mean, All right, Speaking of titles, because we're excited about this album, this new album. Okay. 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 But we want to know about these titles. Okay. And the backstory. So okay. So just like Jay. Sierra's
2: oh, Sierra. just like okay. Jay. I'm that's like you know Jay Z's you know classic Fade to Black. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's a thing of I give so much to my community to my African American women and I take so much from them. Mm-hmm. And um, just like Jay is like, it's very unappreciative, you know, when I'm in the meetings and I'm fighting, I'm mm-hmm. like having to fight for us. Like mm-hmm. I'm really fighting for us, you know, and you have to get on Instagram or get somewhere or get overlooked or get like, Oh, taken for granted. We can get her. Cause it's easy. We're going to go. I don't like it. I'm not doing it no more. And the title, just like Jay is just kind of like, you know, I'm off of this, like, I'm not doing this no more. Like, I'm going to go and fight in some other arenas for other things that are important to me, but I'm not going to keep fighting my people for anything anymore. I'm fading the black. I'm kind of over it.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Okay. Does it also signify that the next album would be country? Like this idea that you're fading out that I'm going
2: to always love um, R&B, and I think that's something that I would never take away from my fans. I would never take that healing, that type of healing away from them. So I'll always give them something to heal, (sighs) Mm -hmm. something to feel. Um, country is the same thing. The lyrics are the same. It's just the sound. I'm Mm -hmm. in a transitional phase. You know, like you said, like fading to black, I'm transitioning over into something that I want them to grow with me in. I want them to understand that there's different vibes of country. Like I want to introduce this genre that I love so much, to my fans who've been so loyal, and I want them to understand it. So Fade to Black was like, this is what I was going through with this album. This is how it was, and this is where I'm going. So that's where that song came
1: from. All right. I want to come back to the country part, but I want to go through your titles. Mm-hmm. Sierra's Prayer. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I know it's prayer. obvious, but <gasps> what is your spin on it? I
2: Sierra's Prayer um I think we all have asked it. Even I want to just say, single women, even married women, have asked, "What does she pray to get that man?" Okay. <laughs> like, I, what church does she go to? Like, how does she do that? Because yes. we've watched Sierra.
0: Yes, just yes, and we've
2: watched Sierra keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, without being destitute through her breakup, True. she keeps it moving, and she upgraded every single time. Yeah. So you want to know, like. What is her prayer? What is her demeanor? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I just would like to really sit down with her one day and have a conversation as to how her blessings occurred, you know? So I wrote a song about it. And a lot of women want to know, what prayer did Sierra pray? Yeah, all
1: right. I can see that album coming, that joint album between
2: y'all two. Oh, I love Sierra. uh, People like, because I like, like a lot of soul music, not a lot of dance music. But um, she's somebody I truly adore in the business, like one of the first women in the business to give me any advice and just walked up to me and told me, like didn't know me, knew I was new. And you know how artists can be kind of funny, they're this and that. She just walked up to me and said, you know, like, good luck and said, when you win, everybody wins. But when you lose, you lose alone. I Mm. will never forget that from Sierra, like ever forget that statement. And I understand Mm. it years later.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Before we
2: move
0: on, though, since we're talking about prayer, I'm curious what you pray for.
2: (laughs) I just kind of pray for understanding Mm -hmm. and pray for peace, you know, pray not to second guess myself to know clearly where my what my intentions are and motives and where they come from. So I often just pray that. God will show me that I'm doing the right thing or I'm acting in the right manner that I that I need to be for what I believe in. So that's kind of my prayer. I don't know if you were talking about praying like man-wise.
0: No, I meant just
2: what is oh, in your heart. Yeah. That's what you yeah, know. Yeah, a daily prayer is peace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like to find an understanding with myself and and like some ultimate peace. But well, what I kind of man are you for, praying for? Oh, oh uh, <laughs> you know, I have a man. I oh. mean, um, that's been a long journey but um i just really think for me that it has to be somebody with understanding mm-hmm. um it has to be a man that's able to deal with like the many voices in my head
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's like they Our have friends. to deal I call with calling
0: my friends yes <laughs> my friend.
2: we all <laughs> so have them you. you know we all have those <laughs> friends yeah. I-, I pray that he gets along with all of them <laughs> and um you just want what everybody wants. Everybody just want love
1: mm-hmm. and
2: just want somebody to love them unconditionally, regardless of anything. So that's where I'm at with that.
1: Okay. Um, the song Table for One.
2: Oh, okay. Um, table for One is just saying, you know, basically you didn't reserve it, so you don't deserve it. Mm. Oh. So I just got a table for one. That's like I'm not, I'm not ready to love, you know, so I got a table for one. So, it's a very dramatic, theatrical song. I can see it sitting on Broadway. Mm -hmm. It's that type of theatrics in it. And um, yeah, it's very over the top emotional.
1: Okay. And last one we want to know about is called I Don't Like You.
0: (laughs) Because we could apply that (laughs) to
2: (laughs) to everything. Yeah, we could. We could. Um, (laughs) Just saying, like, you could be with somebody and you look at them and be like, I really don't even like you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like you. Like, I, I thought I did, and I love you, but I don't like you. Oh, okay. So that's where that song came from.
1: All right. And what are you most anticipating with this album? Like, what is the core? I mean, the message is really there, and it's clear, but is there another layer that you really want to get out?
2: Um, I just want to get out a solid R&B album. It's really not about anything for me, but giving those fans that R&B that they've been so used to getting year after year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a straight kind of 80s almost R&B feel to it. Mm-hmm. There's no skipping. It's not that type of album where you have to skip records. There's no gunshots or nothing like that going on. Like, it's straight, like a healing type of album. Like but that's a complete
0: experience.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, Do you it's find, more healing? as a true R&B artist, that you're fighting with labels or you're fighting with industry to be like, no, this music is still strong because, you know, mm-hmm. it's evolving so much. Yeah. You know? It's when evolving
2: the boredom, mm-hmm. like one big yeah. lullaby, no soul.
1: Yeah. Um, I keep, I mean, especially when I do like a playlist on like Spotify, Apple Music, and you just play, it's like the same song over and over again.
2: And it's like they a blend. long one. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> one song <laughs> that everybody's whispering. hmm Like, can you speak up? Yeah. Like, everybody's whispering. You don't, you don't know the artist. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some great artists, yeah. like, like some great new R&B artists that I absolutely adore, you know. But overall, it's missing albums. Mm-hmm. No one makes albums anymore. Yeah. Like, people are spending their rent money to buy these 12 records from you, and you have nine album fillers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, you just threw something in there. Like, I just feel like albums were supposed to be bodies of work. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this, all of this alternative R&B, no, that's alternatively no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you're saying. You're going to just label this mediocre music, mm-hmm. you know, and
0: do it. That's fine. But I thought we were supposed to feel yeah. something. And I do feel like I miss. It was it's harder to hear the distinct voices. Like remember when you be in the store and you're like, Oh, that's Whitney. Yeah. Like, you oh have to know no. the song, that's Aretha, that's mm-hmm. Anita. Like you knew that's Janet.
2: Like, they all sound know? like demo singers like Minnie Mouse. Yeah. And they all are whispering like on the same note, it's the same song. Who the fuck is doing that today? Who are you today? That's what I wanna know. Cause this is was getting strange
0: well that's why I'm excited for country
2: me yes. too Hear your voice in that space yeah it's time man like it's something that I've done forever this isn't a little Nas X thing for me I, got, I was that not, that's my question like how cool. are you are you
1: anticipating the restrict not restrictions but the criticism reception. that you may feel from the I mean I've been doing country. this for years
2: I've been getting that pushback on that for years mm-hmm. um I can say that I'm for anybody of our skin color winning.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. I'm going to root for you. I don't care if you of my skin color. I got your back in rooting for you. Mm-hmm. But I can say that I do respect country music stance on some things, which we should take the same stance in our music and R&B.
1: Like what? We just
2: let anybody in. Mm-hmm. Anybody can rap. Mm-hmm. Anybody because the country's not going to play with you like that you gonna pay your dues, Mm -hmm. you gonna know how to write, you gonna know how to sing. Mm -hmm. So when it came down to the Lil Nas X record, I was completely, I, I agreed, you had half racist people, but you had half people who just didn't want their genre to change into 808 in the back of country. Mm-hmm. That's not country music. Mm-hmm. Genres have genres and sounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to... I hate the comparison when people talk to me about this okay. because I'm not trying to do no hip-hop country. Like, I'm not changing country. the sound of the genre. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to change the color mm-hmm. of the genre. Mm-hmm. It was ours. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So... It's not coming in. If you want to do hip-hop, go do the hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? If you want to do country, sing the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But to change it and to add this, it made it very difficult. Because after being in Nashville and talking to the artists and dealing, they automatically assume because I'm black that I'm about to start rapping or making fun. They considered it making fun of their genre. No. Because think about it. If we had someone of another ethnicity come in, which we do,
1: blue eyes come in
2: and try to sound yeah, just like us, mimicking us,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we would be in an uproar, right? We already are in an uproar about some of these. This happens, mm-hmm. you know. So I just respect that. What I don't respect in country. Um, is they are hogging it for themselves. Like, they are, they're, they're like this. Once you get in country, though, you can sing it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, Darius Rucker is booked and not bothering mm-hmm. nobody.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He is booked. There's only been like three black men in country to ever have number ones. Ray Charles, Charlie Pride, Darius Rucker, you know, the Clark sisters, they received a gospel music mm-hmm. Grammy, the first one ever awarded. Wow, You know, but like black women charting within this genre is just very unheard. It's not done. Yeah. And I think that's sad. It shouldn't be like that. Like, I'm all country. Like, you know, my country to some people is ghetto. I'm straight Memphis, Tennessee, yodel through college. Like, this is who I am and what I do.
1: I can't wait for it. It seems perfect. It's going to be so good. Thank you so much. It's going to be so good. You
0: know what else I can't wait for? The show. You have coming. Yeah. And what it's about, these are conversations with uh-huh. women about, you can tell us more about it, but I'm reading that it's about talking to women who've had botched plastic surgery and mm-hmm. experiences, but digging in deep to mm-hmm. talk about why yes. they went on those journeys.
2: Yes. Um, for me, I want it's about the illegal um, silicone injections that I received. Um, it's very expensive to get it out of your body, like properly. Mm-hmm. And people can't afford that insurance is not covering that right now. I think soon they will, but it's like a baby boom of it. People are just being affected by it and people don't want to get chopped up. That's the cheap way to do Mm -hmm. it. So I want to help women. I get letters every single day. There's not a day that goes by where it's not a woman saying, can you help me? I don't want to die, you know, from some mistakes because they want it to be beautiful. So, we're just getting into it with them. The show is on Lifetime. It's my first time being a producer, the executive producer. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So, we are getting in there and we are going to find out why you did this. I have my reasons. What was your reason? And we're going to confront those reasons. And I'll be going to their appointments with them, their psychiatrist appointments after the fact and everything. It's like almost a year long process. It'll be a reoccurring show.
0: And we have to, this is part that's crucial to the mental health fight in our Mm -hmm, community. mm -hmm. And thank you for doing this work. Thank you. Because the fact that you're getting these letters and now they're going to have this show. Yes. To like maybe they didn't get an answer. Maybe they don't have a solution. But seeing how another woman got through it. Yes. It's always the first step for us, right? Yes.
2: I want them to pick the right doctors. I want them to not go through the mistakes I went through when getting it out. I made a mistake that really... Could have cost me my life. There's certain things you cannot do, you know. There's certain things I learn every day about it. As this like phenomenon, this whatever is going on is happening. So, I'm just trying to put the word out there and let them know this is nothing to play with. Mm-hmm. It's nothing you want to do. How are you
0: feeling now? I know you're doing um, so much better, but you've been through so much. Physically.
2: Yeah, I still have a lot of symptoms, you know, here and there. But I'm feeling a whole lot better. I'm not in migraines every day, and um, I can walk. But um, the remaining left that's left has spread. They just told me last week. So I have like two more surgeries to get it out. But the hardest part is over. Okay. So I'm happy
0: about that. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. I was gonna- thank you for being open about it.
1: Now you welcome. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I love you for sharing it. I want to read um, something you shared on social media the other okay. day where you said, God has to teach me a heart lesson on how to love myself regardless, all caps of body image. And it was a tough lesson, but I passed the test. I know and I love me. Mm-hmm. Um, what, has, what was the thing that made you want to be honest about this?
2: Because I was honest about everything else. Yeah. Like, it, it really wasn't too much thought put into it. It was just my real life, and I've always shared my real life with people. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a thing, or maybe I shouldn't, I never think like that. Like, I keep the same energy.
1: Mm-hmm. So, And, you know, I find um, shocking because you're so beautiful. Thank you. You thank were you. a homecoming queen, Yeah. correct? Yeah. And um, But you felt the need that you had to do more, but now uh-huh. you're going back to... Yeah, self.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because you really don't know. Like, my symptoms came, like, six, seven years later. It wasn't anything Mm -hmm. I did, you know, of age. I was really just young and just thought that was the way. So that was a young mistake that came to haunt me Mm
1: -hmm.
2: years later.
1: Mm -hmm. But thankfully, you're healing. Yes. And you're going to be hit. So what... What process are you in the show? Are you, when is the air date?
2: Well, we are now, we just, our showrunner just started. We're doing casting right now. Okay. Um, so we're just looking for the women that really need the help. Okay. You know, that are really sick, that mm-hmm. we can really get, get in there and help.
0: So that's what we're doing
2: right now. We're going through all casting okay. that we're getting. Okay,
0: cool. And if you could give one piece of advice mm-hmm. to one of those women who wrote the letter, what's the first thing that you say?
2: I would say. start? Research. Um, it's the biggest thing. If you've already done this to your body, it's best that a lot of doctors won't even touch you unless you have symptoms, because sometimes you know you can. You'll you might have a cold every day of your life, but you can live with it. So they might not touch it. I would tell them research the doctors who know what they're doing. There's really only like two here that really know what they're doing. So and does it every day. I would say don't go for the cheapness on it cuz you're going to regret that. You need to figure out the best way to get this out of your body safely.
0: And before you go, we talked about the country, talked yeah. about the show. What's on that? We just started a new decade. Okay. What else are you, you know, going to take over and climb this and this? Uh, uh, decade? What's on the bucket I have list? a
1: question after that too. Okay. Okay. Um
2: I would just say like my restaurants, I'm about to open up some more. I'm about to open up a restaurant and spa. Do you still have so, that Honey Jack? I, well, I have Southern Peach, that's Southern my drink. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have Southern Peach that I've had. We're like the number two uh, selling drink in the company at Jack Daniels right now.
0: Year
2: after year? Yeah, so that's, that's my drink. drink. I don't think people know that. Um, that's really my drink. I get paid off of every case sold worldwide in 14,000 stores. Um, That's something that's a relationship that I definitely respect. And it taught me about business, a whole lot about business and how to even conduct myself in meetings and and just figure out how to still remain authentic. But, you know, work well with others. Mm -hmm. So that drink is my baby. And um, And that was a huge partnership. Yeah, that drink takes care of my family. And it tastes good. Yeah, yeah. That's why every
0: year? So I'm trying inside. to do
2: like a peach cobbler with it now and get that in stores. So I've just been searching for the best peach cobbler recipe Um to go if you need in a taster, and get it. I'm, I'm here. I've been chasing. I haven't <laughs> found anything that I just love and want to put it in the store with the southern peach in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that um Billy Ray Cyrus called me. So I'm about to record my album on his farm, my country Ooh, album. That's
0: incredible.
2: Yeah, so that'll be in February. So th- that was an amazing phone call to get. Um, I'll be stalking Dolly Parton this year. Mm-hmm. I'm determined to get to her. Have you done the challenge? Yeah. No, I haven't did that. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> I haven't oh did God, that.
2: Um, the babies are finally coming in March. I'm finally putting them in a the surrogate. So.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm most excited
2: about this year because it's been supposed to happen for two years, but I was sick, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't a focus. So while I I'm feeling good, yeah. yeah, while what I'm feeling think? good, I'm, I'm going to do what I really want to do living. with that. So yeah. March is coming up. Like I'll do one more round of IVF. We already have an embryo that's a healthy boy. And Mm -hmm. I'll do one more round. Hopefully, it's a girl. I'm going to a doctor that can change the gender of the baby. That's incredible. Oh, wow. So, yeah, hopefully, you you know, I don't get a gremlin (laughs) dog or whatever. But um, I'm I'm having twins, so I'm going to put either a boy and a girl in or
1: two girls or two boys. That is
2: huge. So
1: much good news. Thank you. Thank you. So Charlie and I just talked to someone, we won't say who. Okay. But they're a big celebrity and they've been iconic in their career. Okay. But now they're changing their purpose and they said that this is what they really want to do. So I'm curious oh. to you, do you think that you've now changed your purpose, like with thick and thin coming, or do you think you're gonna continue you know, it sounds like doing it all.
2: Oh um, like yeah, I think my purpose kind of changed. Mm-hmm. I think like just fighting to be healthy, you got mm-hmm. to see things yeah. that it's just not that important like you you start to see things differently so i think my purpose did change i think the things that would like like what is like 11 hip-hop like i don't like really care you know that's why this season it was kind of like i'm really not trying to fight i just i don't care to fight with you mm-hmm. so just stuff like that and just even everyday life you just see things differently so my purpose is definitely become something else and i'm trying to define that like right now like
0: fully what it is
2: but i know it's helping in some form i do know that
0: yeah yeah thank you thank you for coming thank you so much love and success this year
1: i love you and invite us down to the album recording
0: Oh, okay. I want to properly,
2: like, be in Nashville, yeah. Y'all should come, because I definitely will be doing it there in Nashville. Um, I have a show, another show, with GRB. Um, They do intervention, Mm -hmm. and it's a country show. So right now we have, like, three networks that are interested, and we're trying to figure that out, and that'll be the making of the country album. So that's going on. So y'all will get to see that. I'll document that, and y'all
1: come out. And do that. well you know what song I love? I want you to remake. Um, what? What's the Reba McIntyre? Uh, oh, I can't make One? you love me. I can't make I can't you love me. You you love love me. That's uh, Bonnie Rae Bonnie Ray, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. We need to get... I know. See, I and know. she blues. Like she's not
2: really country. Oh, she's like blues. I don't think. I mean, they take her in there, but I kind of feel her like. Right. They should.
0: Because even when you said Ray Charles, I was like, okay, right, right. but yeah. I didn't classify it. Right. Yeah. Oh, like it's so
2: it's so hard. Like classify. It's it's. It's like a sound, like you feel it. It's mm-hmm. the instrumentation. Like I put out a video yesterday,
0: I saw the
2: clip. and people was like, "Oh, this is country." I'm like, "No, I gave you some elements of country. This is not what my country <laughs> yeah. album because is gonna be." On the road the I had a hat. and I just love the outfits, and I gave Damn. them a little hint of it in a transition. But I'm like, "This is not what this country album yeah. is gonna
1: be." It kind of reminds me when first. Um, when little, not to go back to Little Nas X, but I mm-hmm. do remember this criticism. They said, just because you throw a banjo in it doesn't make it country. And but I was like,
2: the truth. Fruit and I was like, it was the truth. <laughs> it's kind of, it got to be a lifestyle. That's like, yeah. it's like a, a, like a lifestyle. Like we country, like we farm. Like mm-hmm. I'm putting like hydroponic stuff in my house because I don't have a farm so I could grow fruit in my house. Like yeah. this is the stuff that. It's natural. The heart.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Like yeah. that.
2: That's what I've been doing. I've been yodeling. So this album we're gonna yodel. Mm-hmm. We're
0: gonna do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm ready for the yodel. I'm ready for everything and we're excited for you. Can you give
2: us a yodel? No, I've okay. never done it for anybody. I'm gonna do it on my album.
1: Okay. Please do. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we need it. We need the exclusive.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys Thank thank y'all congrats on your
2: podcast. I heard that it's doing great. Keep on doing what y'all got to do for women and letting them hear your voices. And y'all continue to like rock out with it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.
1: Special thanks to our guest, Kay Michelle. Be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes, girl, such as our conversations with Rafael Sadiq, Kelly Rowland, Regina King, and Fantasia. You can check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Google Play. And while you're
0: there, be sure to rate us and review us. See you next week. Bye.